Whatever your number is, it's up. Welcome to another episode of Kill James Bond. Do you have to make fun of me for opening every episode with a sigh? The theme song has a really long fade out and I'm never quite sure when to come in. No, it's just because I always take it as you being sick of like... (laughs) Oh, for fuck's sake. Well... This time she's just like sick, like illness. It's... Yeah, I, I, I do have the novel coronavirus. I'm sorry, you can do that again. No, 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 leave all of this in. Um, it's it's another episode of Kill James Bond. I am Alice Cordor Kelly. I am joined, as always, by my friends Abigail Thorne and Devon. Hello! By my new friends, a shitload of novel coronaviruses. <laughs> a very special guest. It's AJ from The Worst of All Possible Worlds. AJ, how's it going? Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Or should I say, ciao? Mm. Ciao, AJ. We are, we are continuing with our season of solidarity. Of Eurospy movies. We are so solid. <laughs> we're we're maximally rigid right now, you know? Um yeah. and that's just the Tadalo fill. It'll go down in a bit. <laughs> we we are watching mm-hmm. That Man in Istanbul or Istanbul 65 or about five other different titles. Mm-hmm. And this one, I'm told, is a comedy. So Is it? You know? Yeah. Oh. Laugh a minute, apparently. Oh, <laughs> That's the reaction you want from a comedy. Is it like what? It was pretty funny, was it? I didn't realize that. I thought it was just like a slightly lighter in tone than normal spy movie. The action scenes have sort of a Looney Tunes vibe to them. You know, there's a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. flying all over the place. In the same way that like some of the Roger Moore films are quote unquote comedies, it's like eh, not mm, really sure. And and let me let me just sort of complain about a technical thing first of all. <laughs> mm. um, <laughs> Just to really get the, you know, sort of high energy that we're oh. we're going to carry forward on this one. This is, so, uh, the print of this that we got is in, mm-hmm. like, 2p. Not 1080p, not even 240p, like 2p. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's how you know it's going to be good. That's, mm-hmm. like, usually mm-hmm. a good sign, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I will say this, just to set out the stall... Since the dawn of cinema, many films have attempted to capture the Kill James Bond aesthetic. And I don't think any film bar Cars 2 has Kill James as hard as this has bonded. Mm. It's pretty it's fucking cool. Kill James Bond. I don't know if that means it's good, but it's good for us. It's almost <laughs> as Kill James Bond as the 1964 Casino Royale, which was just the movie that we wrote and forgot we wrote. <laughs> A few times watching this, I had to kind of like sanity check myself that I wasn't hallucinating. Yeah, I mean, even these goons at the beginning with the stockings on their heads, it kind of looked like NPCs that hadn't fully rendered yet. And <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the pantyhose bandits. <laughs> like, Golden Eye N64 I kept trying to crouch and chop them, but it was just very ineffectual. Yeah, we, we start with this 009 scene, uh, and we see some guys wearing the like, you know, 70s like blagger armed mm-hmm. robber classic, pulling a pair of tights over your head. Yeah, the tights um, that make you completely unrecognizable. I don't know how this works. I, I can recognize works. these people quite easily. The very first mm. note was like, back in the day, this was sufficient to render you completely unrecognizable. <laughs> Incognito. <laughs> yeah. One of them, by the way, spits Elon Musk. Uh, we'll put him up in the episode art. <laughs> Truly. Um, 
Elon and the boys roll up in some sick cars. They're all henchmen. Mm-hmm. They get to a small uh, landing ship and they meet a small plane landing in the woods. Dr. Pavel, I'm CIA, etc. One thing I will say, not to keep harping on the tights thing, but they could have had a higher denier. Like, these are sheer. <laughs> they could have even been black. Sheer. They're nude tights, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like an action scene rendered by AI, and I'm like, this is 65. Mm. They were really ahead of their <clears> time. But uh, <clears> I was also struck by the music here which is just like if philip glass deconstructed the bond theme it was yeah mm, cool. <laughs> we'll talk about the music <laughs> yeah every single piece of music in this film is some strange alteration of the bond theme mm-hmm. it's I, I i love disobeying copyright law is the thing <laughs> um, so these two guys that get out of the plane one of them has a suitcase full of a million dollars handcuffed cash. to his wrist which by mm. the way not uh, you seldom see a briefcase handcuffed to someone's wrist these days and i think that's a real shame mm. in mm. terms of like romance in the world i would love to have a briefcase mm. handcuffed well it's now that money's on the computers you can't you can't do it you'd yeah. have to handcuff like a laptop to your wrist and that's oh, just want boring a laptop ha- yeah i already no. feel like that sometimes Mm. Oh, oh. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh, Devin. Oh, no. <laughs> they, have, they have two guys. One has the briefcase handcuffed to his wrist. The other guy is doing the least subtle surveillance photography in the world. Mm-hmm. He's just like looking at all of these guys with tights over their head and clicking his like big ostentatious tie pin. This mm-hmm. man is the Bruce Gilden of surveillance photography. He's up there. He's got like two flashes. It's. <laughs> it's Incredible. It's unsubtle. He's doing a surveillance oil painting of these guys. Uh, Hold on, stand still. I'm getting the face. I'm getting the face. And Elon and the lads, they bring uh, a sweaty looking dude out of the car and they hand him over. So they've, they've done like an exchange money for the guy, right? And then mm-hmm. uh, the two guys, they get back on the plane with the sweaty dude and then they take off and then they call it in and they're like, oh, the, this is the FBI calling the rest of the FBI. We, we got him. Like, yeah. we got mission accomplished. Close, but I'll tell you, it's actually, this is Slam Calling Walter, and I wrote that down in full caps because Mm. (laughs) it's a sick, nasty sentence. What a set of fucking nicknames for your spies Mm. to have. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't yeah. get attached to I feel slam. like Walter's not a great nickname. Everybody (laughs) get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam because the. It's slam (laughs) o'clock, baby. The guy guy in the backseat is like sweating buckets, and you Mm. realise as the sort of ticking sound intensifies that they've done the Dark Knight They've Dark Knighted him, yeah! yeah. They, they've done the, the Metal Gear Solid Ground Zero thing knighthood. on his ass. They have <laughs> implanted a bomb in my guy. And he's ticking as, as well, like the fucking yeah. crocodile. Very loudly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, this guy, motherfucker, he's got a bomb in him. Uh, and it explodes, cuts off. He's like, I'm sorry, I just have a small tick. <laughs> Fuck. Awful. <laughs> and we cut yeah. to, I guess, the CIA or whoever the hell it is in this yeah, one. This, and is, going, this is the M scene. Professor yeah. Pendergast has been kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So we have an atomic scientist who's been mm-hmm. kidnapped, very man from uncle, and M is briefing yeah. like a whole room full of agents. And he's like, we, the US government, paid a million dollars to get Professor Pendergast back. Yeah, we sent these two guys. To go get him. And now they're fucking toast. They blew him up. Yeah, we're out a million dollars and two guys. However, we have recovered some of the uh, like bodies from the crash site. <laughs> a very I, small piece. They, they recovered a yeah. foot. Yeah. An x-ray of a foot. Just in case you wanted to... <laughs> X-ray <laughs> of foot. Why does he say foot so declaratively? Foot. I, I, I'm half listening for this whole briefing scene because 
I'm going to talk about the fucking projector. There's, Please there's talk a, about the projector. There's Got a slide too. projector in this scene. Uh, and when M goes, next slide, please, show me the x-ray of this guy's foot. It's got a horizontal slide magazine thing that, like, reciprocates and it's motorized. So the guy pushes the button, the whole, like, carriage of the um, the projector goes, like, out to one side and then recoils. It's perfect. I Whoa. believe it's a Bell TDC Selectron. Don't quote me on that. Uh, someone in the crowd says Whoa. Bell Selectron. <laughs> TDC Headliner 303, and that is the Bell & Howell 703 Electric Changer. Um, I, thanks to McFeagle in the Discord. <laughs> this has been the Kill James Bond slide projector segment. Pick it up! It's a pretty good deal. I'm sure it's fucking expensive as all hell. It has enlarging technology. This segment was brought to you by Autism. <laughs> The podcast is brought to you by autism. <laughs> I, I, I love that the guy operating the projector is wearing a lab coat to do it mm. as well, which is something I 100% would mm. do. But he says, look, we recovered a foot, we mm -hmm. x-rayed yeah. it, and it's not Professor Pendergast's foot, because We've he, got his we feet can tell, because he record. broke his toes when he was when he kicked the Uruk High helmet in that one scene. Well, no, he, he, <laughs> broke, he broke his toes on the grassy knoll, because... Ken says, by, you know, completely unremarked, yeah, this is an x-ray of the real guy taken at Dallas Hospital two years ago. This movie came out in 1965. Oh, no! This man broke his foot in Dallas in 1963, and I think that he raises... He kicked JFK, and that's what JFK's head did. <laughs> he kicked his helmet! Yeah. <laughs> he did, a, like, a really long flying kick from the book depository window, like, well. In the Zapruder film, when JFK's head explodes, he actually did get shot for real, and that's how he was able to sell that so convincingly. It's so um, impressive. Yeah. He kicked his head off like fucking Street Fighter. <laughs> anyway, they're like, so we've been fooled. The real professor is is still out there, right? And at this mm. point, we get a call from the president, which I like. Yes, we do. But how do we know it's the president? How do we know <laughs> it's LBJ? Well, thankfully, thankfully, M has behind him a full-size light up phone activated lbj portrait and so as he picks up the phone to talk to the president lbj just lights up on the wall and just he so turns you know. around to look at the picture while he's talking to in eye contact i cheered yes, mr president I cheered. Uh, does he have one of those for every one of those three phones like does he have one for like his mom he picks up and just like lights <laughs> up on the wall hello mommy just, just to be clear, there's one thing we know about LBJ, right? Which is that as far as using force, he was a pussy. And so therefore, mm. he gets off the phone with LBJ, and I really like the, the crowd reaction in this. He tells the spies... Diplomatic channels. Oh. They're not going to do any spy shit. They're not going to oh, let us do spy ah, shit. They're going to do it democratically. Ah. Yeah, there'll be no spy movie today. I'll tell the agents. Um, <laughs> All the spies walk out of the room, like, kicking their feet. Be like, oh, oh, man. Throwing their popcorn in the trash. Yeah. Throwing their hats on the ground. Apart like from one, and they, at this point we meet our Bond for this mm. movie. And it's a woman. It's a woman. Ooh. Kenny, let's go. Yeah, with. she's only ever addressed by by surname, which is Kenny in the dub. Although IMDb and Wikipedia both make her Kelly, which is very gratifying. She looks a bit like the female psychologist in Mindhunter. Uh, oh, I have yeah. 1960s woman dysphoria. <laughs> I gotta um, stop making you watch 1960s women's films. I will never stop doing it. <laughs> A gun to your head, giving you dysphoria. Yeah. She says, I noticed something in one of the slides, like, wind mm -hmm. back, and that there's a guy in the background of one of the slides examining the plane wreckage. Yeah, she, she does the, like, enhance thing. 
Yeah. She says, this guy is Tony Messinas. He's like a known crook operating out of Istanbul. He used to be American. What's he doing here? He must have something to do with it. Send me to Istanbul under cover of quote unquote vacation and I will investigate the situation. Yeah. And M's like, no, fuck Absolutely up. not, no. Yeah. And, and she tries to like bully him by being a bit like pouty about it, which I don't love. But I do love that we have a female agent. Who is doing yeah. stuff. I just think mm. it's so wild that instead of saying enhance, she says enlarge. And I just feel like that should be incorporated into more shows where things need to be enhanced. Just to scream enlarge. Enlarge. Yeah. Enlarge it, yeah. baby. Yeah, she she pulls up the enlargement and she goes, I know that motherfucker. That's Tony Mercedes. He pulled this shit in, <laughs> in fucking Vegas one time. That's, yeah, that's mm. Tony Mycenae. Uh, he mm. founded a city that sort of controlled part of the Peloponnese. That's Tony Mycelium. He's got fungus in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> Tony McDonald's. He enfranchised a series of restaurants. It's Tony Montana. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fucking she she's like, send me to Istanbul so I can like deal with Tony Montana and get this guy's tie clip camera back out of the morgue. Mm. Mm. Because like the Russians or the Chinese, the Chinese have it. I think we get at this point, M says, there's only one person, one country in the world who could be interested in nuclear secrets from the, like this professor, and it's China. It's China mm. time. I, yes, I kind of put my head in my hands. I guess they thought the Soviet Union was like passe in the 60s because of like the sort of Khrushchev mini Thor or something. But mm. anytime that one of these movies does like, oh, it's China, I'm bracing myself. Mm. And let me tell you, given the number of my notes that just say in all caps, racist moment, I was right to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, mo the majority of my notes are yikes and oh no. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so uh, she she obviously, she's going to go to Istanbul anyway, mm. and we get the titles, which are kind of like 60s Euro Spy Cowboy mm. Bebop almost. That's what I wrote, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. I'm kind of pumped. I like them. Right? Or maybe Venture Bros a little bit too. Like it's, yeah. it's they're really cool. <laughs> they're actually really good, yeah. I'll be honest, at this point, I was excited for the movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. me too. I was on board. I was mm -hmm. like, all right, we got a good Bond Brackets woman, let's do it. And not in an atomic blonde exploitation way. That's right. So she she goes to Istanbul. She stops traffic, right? Every <laughs> single man in Istanbul wants to fuck this woman. They're all <laughs> right to do it. But incidentally, one of them is Tony, who is in a red Jaguar E-Type. Mm -hmm. His Mercedes. Oh. Tony's Mercedes. Yes. <laughs> his, his Jaguar Mercedes wearing a black and white Czech trilby for yeah, some Benny fucking reason. Benny from Fallout New Vegas is here. <laughs> so oh good. God. <laughs> <laughs> Ring a ding ding, baby. Dick Ferris sunglasses, grinning yeah. at the scene. I, I, this is the first shot we see of him, and I'm just like, perfect. Cunty Josh mm -hmm. Award in sartorial excellence immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. And he hits us with this catchphrase, which is just the word "chow," and he mm -hmm. really tries to make this happen over the course of the film, and never mm -hmm. once does it happen. No, mm -hmm. he tries his best. But now we follow him. We get bored of Kenny immediately, which will mm -hmm. happen a bunch of times, and yeah. we just follow this guy in his. Admittedly sick Jaguar type, and I write down, you will never go to 1960s Istanbul. Which <laughs> really upset Aww. me. Aww. 1980s Hong Kong, I can't go there, I can't go to 60s Istanbul. And, like, this movie does have a certain amount of, like, uh, it, it shoots Istanbul in a place that makes it, like, look good and interesting. Mm -hmm. It sort of, like, appreciates its its setting, which I which I like. We get some nightlife too. He like he drives through the nightlife district. We get a bunch of sort of like neon signs and stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the cops, the cops chase him. 
and yeah. we get maybe the perfect Eurospy cop mm-hmm. escaping technique, which is that he smirks a bit and drives slightly faster than them, yes. and just perfectly outruns them. Foiled again! See some cops in the rear view, and then he uh, pushes down on the accelerator, and he's done! Mm. Mm. Turkish police cars were never supplied with accelerators. It was sort of a weird, like, Ataturk hold over thing. <laughs> he goes to a bar and then he, he goes uh, backstage through a secret yeah. door. Obligatory belly dancer, yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At this point, we meet uh, his two criminal associates. Uh, one is called Brain and one is called Bogo. Yeah, love them. They're Bogo and the Brain. Yes. I love both of these guys so yeah, much. Bogo and the, the Brain the- are my boys. I love these <laughs> One's a magician, the other's in pain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, yeah, one's a magician, the other's a mentor. Which yeah. we will get into. <laughs> I should also say, at this point, Tony is wearing a white tuxedo, and it's, it's 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 sort of giving Casablanca dinner theater at this point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And the deal is, he has this club, and then below, like on a subterranean level, he has a secret illegal gambling den, right? Mm-hmm. Which he runs with his two best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in order for anyone to enter this gambling den, they have to go down a secret elevator and through a second wardrobe full of clothes. Fantastic. And I mean, at that point, if you've made it Mm. to the elevator, you don't have to go through another layer of coats. You can just enter (laughs) into the space. If the cops find that elevator and there's just nothing in there but like another Mm. wardrobe, they're going to give up. They're going to be like, there's no way they'll go into the A wardrobe down to an (laughs) elevator that goes down to another wardrobe is a very funny idea. Speaking of cops, though. Mm. It turns out that maybe the Eurospy cop evasion technique is not the best thing ever because what? the cops just immediately raid the place. Yeah. yeah. They've got a Zenigata. Uh, yes, I wrote this down too, word for word. The thing is, right, I love an inspector, and this is one of the inspectors par excellence. Mm. So, Me truly. The cops are led here by Inspector Maluk, a man whose gender is Inspector and <laughs> whose sole mission is to catch Tony Montana. In the act of running an illegal gambling den. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for him, I, 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 Tony Mycelium, his his thing descends into the ground. He walks yeah. into the room and onto the fucking table as it descends mm. into the ground. He goes, we're still a bit of de- redecorating for a second here, mm. boys. Somebody's- All the gambling stuff like flips around and hides. It's very it's sick, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Much like a D&D NPC, he's just exposed to a sort of rapid fire amount of bullshit from every person he talks to. Right. Extremely ring-a-ding-ding, baby. The yeah. scene. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. The inspector comes in and everyone's just like sitting around not gambling. They're watching <laughs> a magician. And here's the thing. Yeah. If you walk into a room and you see a magician, first of all, you should know you're in imminent danger. And second of all, something <laughs> really terrible has just happened in that room. <laughs> He passes it off, he goes, Bogo's the vice chair of the Magician's Union. Mm. Yeah, and, and Maluk says, I believe the vice part, which is a sick line. So yeah, fucking good, hey? Yeah. Just like, d- doing banter, I'm just like, make the whole movie this. Make the mm. whole movie... Out. The, my sole sort of, like, takeaway from this movie so far is that I want the intellectual property rights to Inspector Maluk. Mm-hmm. I want about 8,000 pieces of fan fiction... And more, more inspectors, you know. Yeah, I wish I wish there were more of him in the movie. Like he, he yeah. just he vanishes yeah. for long stretches of time. Yeah, it's yeah. A shame. many of them do. Um, my it's note like at f- this point was that this whole thing should have been a stage musical easily. Honestly, because I could have yeah. seen this this whole scene where everything's going to shit. By the way, everything starts going to shit. One of the guys, as like it's been played off, the cops are about to leave, and as he's going, one of the gamblers is like, "I need to cash in my chips, bro." And Tony's like just trying to fucking ignore him, and then he just starts throwing chairs around. 
Yeah, the yeah. lightning fast instant chair throw reaction. I noted this. <laughs> Tony Macaroni's AI is set to hostile when this guy asks to cash his chips and Tony like punches him and starts a, a comedic brawl. The second yeah. one chair gets thrown, what are you not gonna throw a chair? Hmm. License is there. He just whips that shit like really fast as well. Um but so throughout this the cops are standing back. Maluk is sitting on the stage, smoking a cigar, yes. doing perfect like Jean Dujardin, like facial comedy acting. Mm-hmm. Just like he's just grinning and smoking and watching all of this play out. And finally, as the brawl kind of progresses, he just gives his boys the nod, and the cops all pile in. It's perfect. Mm. We don't make movies like this anymore. We simply don't. There's one point during this that I want to highlight. Only one, uh, which is that a bird gets hit by a champagne cork. Yeah. And I I stood up from my chair. (laughs) Like, just a little parrot. Not really, but like... Mm. And again, I guess this wasn't the era of no animals were harmed in the making this movie, so they could have oh, done they it. they harmed so I many know, animals. like champagne corks go pretty fast and little birds are fragile, they've got little bones. Mm, oh, we don't see yeah. the bird again. Yeah, no, the bird is dead. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, the, bird the bird is fucking terminated, yeah. Mm. It's a damn shame. It's one day till retirement. <laughs> oh. mm. There is, there is, however, a racist moment though, mm. which oh. is yes, there is. So he has, he has a third boy who gets barely any screen time for racist reasons. This is Ali, who runs this kind of like gambling side of the gambling den, and Ali g- kind of gets like thrown a woman to menace comedically. Ah, yes, yes. he does. Oh, he doesn't right, yeah. actually menace her. He just kind of like is like, ooh, scary, but it's. Uncomfortable. Yeah, Tony. Mm. Tony Mercedes picks her up, and she's like, "Oh, Tony!" <laughs> and he like hands her off to him, and he menaces her, and she goes, "Ugh!" And it's mm. like, I would hate to be menaced. I would thing. fucking hate to be menaced. Mm. Mm. But anyway, um, they get away, and uh, Tony goes into his office, and who is there but Kenny? Yeah, I have no idea what's happening in this scene. He asks her to undress, and then yes. it's implied that she does undress, but she. Yes. Right. So, so, so her, her no, he, she does. So, oh, okay. like she the thing, does. It's, it's just, just not shown. Yeah. Okay. So, so what it is is she tries to like pass herself off as an aspiring stripper, right? She's looking mm-hmm. for work. He assumes it's stripping. To infiltrate the organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and he's like, okay, fine. Well, take all of your clothes off. And then he doesn't even fucking look at her. He gets. Mm. He makes his boy tell him if she's hot. And mm. this guy is inspecting her like a mechanic. Yeah, his yeah, boy brain. brain. Yeah, his boy brain is like compiling databases on various of women and mm. is kind of like appraising her. It's kind of, again, if a woman did this to me, et cetera, et cetera. But like, it, mm. um, he also has um, a slightly offensive nickname for her. Oh, I have like three different drops because he never misses a chance to call her fat. And she is catastrophically miscast, even by 1960s standards, mm-hmm. if so. Show Miss Baby Fat out. A big girl like you. Tighten your judo belt around that 22-inch waist. And I mean, that, 22? that is a... 22? 22 22-inch waist? Oh my god! <laughs> Do you realise I would have to remove, like, several organs and, like, probably, like, half of yeah. my fucking body? I'd have to be bisected to when, have a 22-inch waist. When I was absolute, like, twink-maxing, right, when I was... 20-something years old and low 20-something, and I weighed like 120 pounds, like 55 kilograms, my waist size was 26 inches, and I considered that to be like alarmingly skinny. 
22 inches is like... <laughs> Sorry, I've just heard the words twink 22 inch waist and bisected in rapid succession and I'm just yeah, I'm struggling yeah. at the moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The last person I met with a 22 inch waist left my flat with teeth marks. Mm, yeah, <laughs> That twink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Tw- tw- yeah like you know who I'm talking God damn about. It, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, I do. Oh, tw- <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, to, to say that a 22-inch waist makes someone fat is like... that's like Unbelievable. E- the thing is, right, it's it's not great to get 1960s woman dysphoria, but it's really, really bad to get 1960s woman eating disorder, and I'm trying yeah. my hardest not to. Bad enough having the 2024 version. The, the most generous version I could, like, take about this is that he's being ironic in using the nickname, but then he always doubles down and says, no, I actually think you're fat. And it's it's really gross and weird. He's also top nude for most of this scene, and, you know, it is nice to see my exact torso weirdly on screen, (laughs) but it, I, I, it, it, he just I don't hey know now. why he keeps getting Dan, what are you doing later <laughs> you want to pop, pop that hoodie off brother shower AJ <laughs> oh, okay. oh. This, uh, is, this is I think qualifies as workplace sexual harassment oh it now. does doesn't it alright well oh, in any case we talk about seeing representation on screen you know and it is it is very nice to finally see uh, a, a fleshy muppet like myself uh, be sexualized in this way uh, but he he gets top nude so much throughout the movie that it does feel mm. like he's just like yeah but some like you think I'm sexy right it starts to feel like it, he's compensating for something in a very real mm. way yeah a little bit yeah but so now now we switch back to her we've got a kind of like swapping characters thing mm. she's got to go to this morgue which is get the camera in the middle of the one cemetery. In Istanbul, everybody says like the Istanbul cemetery, which mm-hmm. always reminds me of a line in Alpha Protocol where someone says the Museum of Art in Rome that just sticks with me. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah, it's the one that they have. Um, mm. So she goes to Istanbul cemetery, and as she's about to go to the more racist moment, some real yes. menacing, some real menacing. So, so, yeah, so, so a guy menaces her. He's wearing like a straw hat, right? Which mm. just seems like regular gardener shit to me. Mm. Until we pull back a bit, and I realize she gets to fight a bit, but mostly it's running, which is mm. not great, but whatever. But then she runs into Tony, who has been stalking her mm-hmm. out, outside, and she goes, Back there, a, a Chinese. And you realize, <laughs> oh, that guy is wearing a straw hat in a racist way. And oh. he's got the like long ponytail, like a like a manchu. It's um, and he was doing the mm. accent too. Uh, and that this mm. man is not Chinese. God. Let's be very clear. Mm. This is a white man. No. Uh, oh dear. Yeah. And and you know she does flip him. Like there's there's like fun action stuff in here, but it's just mm. it's so overshadowed by the fact that the man has this the the high top ponytail that it's just it's oh. It's very bad. It's really it's very fucking rough. egregious. It doesn't mm. get better either. Oh, oh no! But there actually, there actually are some Chinese actors at least later mm. on. You know, it's not yeah. completely. Yeah. I don't know why I'm defending this movie. Please, please, someone <laughs> save me. Well, the thing about being a racist movie is at least it'll give you work if you happen to be an actor of the race that they want to be racist against. <laughs> not always. Yeah. As this man yeah. That's what. Yeah, that was the punchline I was going to mm. get to, but that's quite fine. degrading work. Also, yeah. So at this point we go from bad to worse because uh, Tony masculinity takes her to a place. Um, he takes and, her up a tower. Yeah, and then he sexually assaults her on camera. That is that is what happens. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's the Bond thing again of like kissing a woman who is not into it until she is into it miraculously through your force of personality. Mm-hmm. 
And then he calls um, a fat again. That's where the twenty-two yeah. inch waistline comes in. Is yeah. he he literally like sexually assaults her and then goes like fat much, which incredible succession of things to have. He seems like a horrible yeah. kisser too. Like not for nothing, yeah. but like even in the scenes mm. where it is being reciprocated, it just looks like it's teeth forward. Like it's not. Mm. It does not look like a pleasant experience to kiss Tony. Mercedes? I have no idea Tony what Mandibus. his actual last name is anymore. I'm going to keep forcing Mercedes to yeah. <laughs> so, so Tony Manhole cover says, <laughs> she, 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 she like asks him about Professor uh, Prendergast on the apprehension that it's Tony who kidnapped him because mm-hmm. he's in the photos. Right? Yes. And also at this point he's like, I know you're an agent, uh, I know <clears> your name, and uh, your cover's completely fucking blown. Yes, because in the scene where, just, as she leaves the the room after stripping off for him and getting called fat, he asks Brain about it, and Brain's like, yeah, her, her dress's label is from Washington. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, like, open, up the, open the files, Brain, which is another catchphrase they try to make happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else Brain's is there? Brain's eyes roll back into his head, and he goes, she's an FBI agent. She's 100% an FBI agent. <laughs> it was nice yeah. they got Harvey Firestein to dub uh, all of Brain's lines. That was really <laughs> I, I, lovely, I have I a line uh, of, of his where he just perfectly says, um, What? <laughs> which, which just Sounds like a ghoul. <laughs> and, uh, One of my favorite lines of his, there's like an error in it, and it sounds a bit like it's been remixed, which is. And the other had a steel hand. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Spinning fire, this film. Goddamn. She says, Where's Professor Prendergast? And he, he denies mm-hmm. any knowledge. He denies it and gives um, her some of his backstory. And he, yeah. is, he is beefing with an atomic science professor because. His gangbusters, he says, his like Elliot Ness guys, killed his dad, yeah. to- to- Tony Manhawk of a senior, because he was a gangster, or like was falsely accused of being a gangster, and so they wronged him and they made him into a crook. And and then, for some reason, I guess the US government deported him to Turkey as a joke, which... Well, <laughs> so she's like, you gotta help us, and he's like, why? And she's like, it's world peace, you gotta help the government. I'm and then still he's not like, over but I don't deporting like the government this all. motherfucker to, to, like, Istanbul, though, yeah. who is, like, ostensibly not Turkish at all. Like, yeah. my man got exiled. He's he got Tony ostracized. Chosen at a random point. <laughs> ostracized is when they <laughs> deport you to Austria as well. Mm. <laughs> One of the things that kept yeah. me very entertained while watching this movie was just imagining that it was like a fan fiction for a West Side Story sequel and that this was what <laughs> happened to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I, I, love I think it really plays into the whole musical aspect, Evan. I, I, I think I, so. I hadn't really pictured this as a musical, but now that's all my brain can think about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it'd be great. So, well. so, so her plan, I should say, to be clear at mm-hmm. this point, is to get to their one lead, go to him, and like just straight up beg him for help. Yeah. Well, her cover's back. I, f- I feel like... Back in the day, Abby, you you created an award for a film that has a villain whose backstory is, I've been fucked over 100% by the United States, and it just isn't at all addressed by the, by the oh, hero. I think we created an award for, for people, for villains who are right. Yes, that's uh, the one. I'm trying to remember the name of the I, thing. I don't know if I would give it to him, because he's endangering the entire world by doing this. Uh, so it's like somewhat but selfish. But he's anyway, serving. Um, He's like, okay, I'm, and also like she's like hitting on him and they have the kiss at this point, mm-hmm. uh, but he's, he says, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, and they kiss and she picks his pocket. So when, when he gets back home, she's already let herself into his house and she's like wearing his dressing gown and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Looks like two of us can be toxic. So she's like, the second strategy for recruiting you is pussy. Yeah, so again, to run down the plan here, plan A, 
uh, beg. Plan B. Plan A was disguise yourself as a stripper. Sorry, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's okay. Plan A, disguise (laughs) self as a stripper. Plan (laughs) B, just confess everything and plead for help. Plan C, you gotta go back to sex. sex. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. 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 Like, worst Hitman DLC ever. He says maybe the funniest line in the movie, just apropos of nothing. I suppose I'll get used to you. I got used to sour balls. (laughs) Which... This guy this loves is, sour balls. He loves That's his thing balls. as well. They're a type of sweet. Tony Mercedes has a fully formed character, but I, I feel like they were <laughs> trying to get him to be in multiple movies and they just didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, he's got catchphrases, he's got props. I 100%. Mean, I, this guy's got franchise material. I don't know. I think yeah. he does. Yeah. If you look closely in several scenes, you can see that he just has a sour ball in mm-hmm. as well. Which is, he, he's just on these all the time. Yeah. It's embarrassing. He offers one to the cops in an earlier scene. Mm. She does manage to say to him, though, well, you know, the US government paid a million dollars for Professor Pendergast. If you find him, then you'll find that million dollars. And mm. this is what gets him to go, <laughs> he's like, well, well, well. Yeah, okay. Now, hold on. <laughs> and at this point, they presumably shag? Yeah, not sure. I, I, yeah. I, my next notes just say racist moment, and then the next one after that says several racist moments. So we're jumping ahead a bit. She jumps uh, out on him. She leaves him. She, she's in the in the fucking towel or whatever. And yeah, he can't decide like, whether or not he wants to be in the shower or not. He goes yeah. in, mm. gets fully wet, comes back out, and then goes back in, and then turns it yeah. off. And she's she's talking to him. And oh wait, I know how we get to racist moments. Mm. We we get to racist moments because she talks him into like infiltrating. The... The China headquarters? Yeah, the headquarters of China. Is this meant to be the embassy? I guess that would be the headquarters of China. It wouldn't be the embassy because the capital of Turkey is Ankara. It might be the consulate. Um, That's true, I should I be about taken that. outside and beaten like a dog. <laughs> um, Even if it's not Constantinople? <laughs> well, I had a date in Constantinople, but she was waiting in Istanbul. Mm. Uh, fucked up. <laughs> really fucked up. So, so, so he he like he like infiltrates this this building, right? Um, in a series of racist moments, right? Yeah, he's sneaking around. Yeah, he also sends Bogo and Brain out to just hunt down a Chinese guy as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Find someone. Just go do a do a hate crime, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he gets past one guy who, I love this first guard because he's just, instead of guarding anything, he's just doing like pool trick shots for fun mm. on his own with no one watching, which is a fun way to spend your time. Seeing yourself represented in cinema. At, at this point, he gets spotted by the butler and the butler says like, can I help you, sir? And he says and, it in the voice, you know the voice yeah. I mean. And, and Tony uh, Malapropism says, mm. um, I'm looking for the office of Sing Wu Chu. Now, is that him inventing a racist name? Because I have no, no Mr. Sing does not come back. There doesn't appear to be anyone credited as that in the, in the movie. Okay, so that might just be like a racist name. May well be, anyway, yeah. he beats this guy up. He, he like, Uncle Chops his butler unconscious. But all the butler was um, trying to do was help. He was like, hey, can I help yeah. him? Oh no! And he's like, instantly dead. <laughs> And then this is the thing, right? If you hadn't opened it with a series of baffling racist bits, what he does with this poor fucking guy would otherwise be hysterical, would be like peak Kill James really Bond territory. Funny. Because yeah. what he does is he weekend burnies this guy's unconscious body around to like <laughs> lean in doors to see what's going on. He makes it check in on every room, and there's one room where there's just a bunch of like Chinese guys watching footage of explosions. We we take it to be 
of rockets. They're trying mm. to make rocket fall down. But they're just hearing it explode over like the the audio is just untranslated Chinese, which obviously racist immediately. And then mm. just the sound of explosions. And <laughs> that's the mise-en-scene for this. Well, they got in touch with Elon Musk from the pre-credits and were just watching yeah. SpaceX rockets explode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to shout out this first guard with the like pool tricks, though, because the way Tony gets past him is by throwing a coin, Hitman style. Yeah. And this guard, he not only doesn't go, must have been the wind, and then stop investigating, he keeps investigating. But then, when he finds the unconscious butler whom Tony has propped up like on a piano, again, Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> style, to be silly. he doesn't go and like investigate more on his own, but he calls everyone for help. This mm, guy, this guy, textbook smart. fucking good. Yeah. This is the kind of guy who is liable to get like employee of the month. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's the kind of guy who's liable to get Kronstein Rosette. Employee goon of the month, I believe. Hench employee of the month, 100% yeah. is this guy. Um, but Tony Mathematics sneaks into the office and he finds a safe that he cracks and he finds the camera inside. In a sort of racistly hidden cabinet, by the way. Yeah. Um, and as the Chinese agents burst into the room to apprehend him, he dives out of the window. There's a comedic escape. He goes out the window like this is going to be... He hits the bricks, baby. Castile. It's, it, yeah. it, if you've seen it, you'll get this. And it, it is shot for shot exactly Hitler diving out of the window in Danger 5. Yeah, fucking rules. <laughs> it's just another perfect addition to my guys diving out of Windows collection, but I've got a massive amount of now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This entire sequence is cinema to me. When he mm. jumps onto a rope that... Uh, where is that? Where did that rope come from? We don't, don't know. He goes through it. a second window onto a serving cart and like surf rides it into the bed of... I guess just a married couple? Yeah, it's just some guy. Just a random married couple. Just some guy. And yeah. the woman goes, guy. Ciao, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really, no, like no, I, I really liked the Ciao Tonys, I gotta be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes through like three consecutive windows. We we could legitimately put on YouTube like every single window smash we've had because we've had, what, a mm. uh, Spectre, this. Yeah, that one's hilarious. Mr. Alexander. Mr. Alexander. The classic. That's the worst one. Castile from Born Identity. The guy diving out of the window in one of the early OSS 107. Oh yeah, the agent who kills himself instantly. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've got so many guys going out a window. It's just it's one of the best things oh, you can do. It's so you know? funny every time. Um, right, what the fuck happens next? They get the photos off the camera. Yeah, they get the photos off the camera and, and, and like, I'm these guys fucking vindicated tight. and he goes... Do you guys anyone? No dice. Every damn one of them's got a nylon stocking over his head. Damn you! It, it works! Unrecognizable, baby. Can't 100% fucking see. 100% it works. <laughs> There's no way to know who any of these motherfuckers are. I have a question. So Tony... <laughs> T- Tony Mnemonic keeps appearing in, like, various funny. forms of, like, grease or, like, soot covered all over him, and I never know where it comes from, but, like, every time he, like, makes a narrow escape, and here he, he comes out of the sewer, but he's covered in, like, Grease oil. Yeah, that's that's their grease pipe. Oh, I you see. Know. <laughs> oh, he had to go through the grease pipe. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> every so, every house has one, you know, yeah. you've got to get your gas in, your water in, your grease. Mm. But so grease. they do oh, yeah. they do go through these photos and they notice one thing, which is that one of them has a visible disability. One of them <laughs> Has kill Bill noise. They're like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. The zero in on this disability. It's a, he has a, a steel hand. He's like missing a hand, and he has like a steel sort of like artificial mm. limb on it and brain. 
opens up the files again, and he goes, you know who's got a lot of steel hands? Dock workers. Well, actually, first they go, oh, I, uh, that must be... <laughs> Musically, this guy's name is Hansy. Um, and they uh, they say, oh, I remember Hansy. Like, he has a girlfriend called Josette, so they go and see her first. And she's wearing a bikini, obviously. No, no, no. He, he genuinely pulls Dock Worker out of his ass first. He's he, he decides on this out of nowhere. But they go and see Josette, and I, I do appreciate the both Tony uh, Metastasis and Brain as a kind of like de- detective partners and this woman she's like yeah of course I remember him big fellow with a steel hand he stroked me with it which in a movie this horny yeah, right, yeah. the erotic possibility of the mobility aid or the sort of manipulation aid th- this will raise some questions when we see the steel hand yeah. later yeah, mm. question, uh, just for clarif- clarification's sake, is his name Hansy or Handsy? As in, like, he's missing a hand. It appears to be Handsy. Okay. Yeah, Handsy. Guy, guy with the hand. I mean, possibly he was that before he lost the hand, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's just really touchy. Not when it's if determinism strikes again. Yeah. I, just, I, I just think that, like, it, listen, if Dr. No had stuck to, uh, presumably as this dude is doing, like fingering thoughts with the artificial hands. You know, he would still be alive today. He could mm. be like buying new fish windows. He but, could be. Mm. The technology for fish windows has come along so far as well since mm, the sixties. Mm. So, so he he Tony then gets rid of Josette with a three hit <laughs> combo. That when I saw it, I a lot of question marks here. But mm-hmm. I, I I think I have COVID. <laughs> in addition to this is misogynistic but also mm. yeah 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 he he like grabs her ass when she like gasps he puts a sour ball in her mouth yeah. and then he flicks her mouth closed at the chin with one finger i have covid i mean i'm gonna quibble you on one point he goes for mm. the front not the ass Oh, excuse mm-hmm. me. He pops yeah, her pussy. Jesus. Okay. Pinches her side or thigh Jesus. or something. It's below camera. We don't see. Christ. <laughs> like a pedal bin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, God. On the one hand, right, this is kind of hot. On the other hand, you can't do that. <laughs> you need to get yeah. enthusiastic consent yeah, yeah, to yeah, do yeah. that. And to be clear, we're giving you that. I want to give someone enthusiastic consent to treat me like a pedal bin. I'm hearing enthusiastic consent mm. here. At this point, we go to the docks and we ask the guy who runs the the house on the docks. uh, Old man with a bucket? Yeah. He says, where's Hansi? He goes, no fucking idea. But then we see Hansi is behind him and he's threatening him. Yeah. (laughs) And this sets off every time we see Hansi for the whole next little bit, he's talking into a radio. He's got like, like he's got his ear pods in. Mm -hmm. And he's just on a radio with like one other guy who's like, Hansi, you dipshit, they're following you. And Hansi's like, ah, fuck. I love the, the I love his fucking gang because we've met the gang of guys. We've got Brain and Bogo. Yeah, we met the good guys. But unfortunately, they're on side now, so we need to meet the gang of bad guys. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're all on the radio to each other, talking yeah. shit to each they've other. They've got the dirty buds in. They're <laughs> all yeah, a hundred percent. So we've got Hansi, and then also on the radio we've got Gunther. We got Gunther, um, who's like he's driving a really distinctive red Jaguar. Bad call. We can instantly mm-hmm. see him. And um, they also they have a they activate a Professor Chimp. They do Kogan. Yeah, this guy. He's just doing nineteen sixties misogyny. Mm. Uh, and then he he gets <laughs> the call right, and he's yeah. he's in this like beautiful house, like overlooking the the Bosphorus, and. 
it, it, like he just walks out shirtless, doing mm. up his shirt on the street, and I'm like, that's the sixties, man. It was mm. uh, an incredible. It's amazing time. how the poster mm. like really advertises that there's going to be a lot of female nudity, like in this film, and then it is mostly male, male, uh, male tops. Yeah. I was. Mm. It's a lot of lot of chest. A lot in of this. chest. Uh, he. <laughs> It was it was also very um it was so funny to see like a car phone but it had like a switchboard in it like when he when he's like calling yeah, everyone yeah. like he had like a full full uh roster there yeah and all of the buttons have a different colored note on them as well so yeah. like one of them calls so cool. LBJ Someone's and thought. then a poster just appears in the back of the car <laughs> <laughs> rotates around the fucking dashboard so so Tony Mycelium is following oh, you, I already used that one whatever he's following Hansi Tony Macronutrients I've got a page open with four syllable words beginning with M on my other screen right now <laughs> Tony Macronutrients is go. following Hansi <laughs> Um, Tony Manitoba. And, um, <laughs> Tony Manatee. He's following Hansi. <laughs> he follows him to a mosque. To Tony Mosque. Um, Ch- Tony Mosque. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, that was my manatee noise. I hope that was. <laughs> Tony Manicurus heads out to the mosque. Yeah. He gets Pinky in the brain to do some shit in the background as well. I don't. Yeah. Um, so yeah. He, he follows Hansi up the Tower of the Mosque, and then they have a fight. And this is like a really, yeah. really good fight. Hansi yeah. yeah. rings and throws him off the minaret. Minaret fight. Tony Minaret. Tony Minaret. Yes. So Hansi, Hansi, like he has the steel hand, and yeah. we see that the steel hand has a switchblade in it. And that's the one thing that he's got. <laughs> yeah. It's otherwise like a metal stump, and it's mm. got. A knife, like it's got a knife. He also, it's not. He's not figured out how to work with just one hand either, because like, yeah, he's at the top of this fucking minaret. He's looking down at Tony. Um, oh, I couldn't read what that said. Manipulator, why not? So, Jesus Christ, I'm so stupid. <laughs> Tony Mephisto. He's looking down at Tony Manifesto, yeah, and <laughs> he tries to unscrew his fucking silencer, drops it, and it like clatters down. It's, the second it falls down, Tony looks out and he takes two shots at him. And then immediately the guy on the radio is like, Hansi, don't shoot without the silencer. And he gets such a perfect shot of Hansi having like my, oh, it's a living kind of <laughs> yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's actually there's some really good cinematography in yeah. this movie, like a yeah. shot down mm. the center of the spiral staircase of the yeah. mirror. It per- it perfectly like uh, frames his face too when he's like looking up like it's it's very mm. you do, uh, it's very lovely but there's a bit um it's fun to see also the stunts in this movie actually be like real people mm-hmm. dangling from very high places like it was genuinely thrilling in this age of green screen yeah 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 it's good it's well done but so the boys pull up down below mm-hmm. and th- they see. Tony, Tony mitochondria, powerhouse of the self, <laughs> is fighting <laughs> is fighting this guy on the like parapet of the minaret. And your boy I, I think this is Kogan, right? No, this is this is uh, Bill, I think. Oh excuse me, Bill. Yeah. yeah. So so Bill, fantastic guy. Truly. Um great mustache. I love him. Great reaches, eyebrows. Reaches in the back seat of his car, and I said aloud, he's gonna get the doohickey. And boy <laughs> does he ever get the yes! fucking thingamajig out of the back seat. <laughs> So all of the like they had real guns for this movie, some of them, but for a lot of the others, they just have like pipes welded together, and Mm -hmm. this is the most contraption-looking Fallout 4 scrap metal sniper rifle. My man is gonna 
get Shinzo Abe with this thing. It looks like the Mac 10 from Escape from New York. It's got this massive, great fucking scope on it, longer than the gun. Meanwhile, Hansi has experienced the what if they had WhatsApp in Istanbul situation because he's got a gun pointed at him by Tony fucking Montana and he's going, tell me everything. And he's on the radio at the same time as fucking Guzman y Gomez going, don't tell him anything, Hansi. And the other guy's getting a gun out to shoot him at that time. He's having such a shit day at work, boy. I know, and it gets worse. His final day at work. Because then he gets fucking shot. Like... Uh, the thing is, he'd sing a lament here in my vision of like they're not I, even really fighting at this point. Bill could have killed fucking Tony Magnesium, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He takes out the. Yeah, he could have done that actually. He's got one shot, I guess. No, he doesn't. He takes two. He shoots him twice in the back of the head. Yeah. Oh dear, my fate is set. I died on the parapet. I can it's hear it. Musical. Yeah, I can really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, on the minaret? Okay, hold on. Um, yeah. But so so the guy gets killed and um and Tony takes his dirty bud. He takes his earbud. Little microphone mm. comes out of his yeah. like metal hands. <laughs> At this <laughs> moment, right. Tony loots this man. Mm. Bill Bill is like able to like turn on a dime and not use the sniper rifle that he has in front of him, but is able to like set Tony up effortlessly mm. by talking to the radio and being like Listen, did you get him? Good. We gotta go to, like, obvious trap alley right now. <laughs> I also, like, as... When when Bill takes out this guy, Gunther looks over him and goes, he wouldn't have talked. <laughs> he didn't need to do that, man. Yeah, Gunther's having some, like, HR sort of hesitation about this. This is good. Well, this sets, sets up what happens to Gunther later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and by the way, this will mm. be the episode art, because the expression Gunther pulls as he is aiming at the back of Hansi's <laughs> fucking yeah, face yeah, yeah. is cinema. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so fucking Tony Marsupial gets in his nice. car, immediately buys the, uh, the like thing he's been told, and races off to the ambush. Right, and, mm -hmm. and Tony Macaroni drives up the road from No Time to Die, I think. Right in this chase, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a sick car chase, uh, and he well, the, and the car doesn't make it. <laughs> he, uh, no, yeah, they, they. So this is the thing: they had a budget of seven hundred thousand uh, dollars for this, wow. which is like. A decent amount, especially yeah. at the time, and they threw all of that into car destruction, mm. right? Because this E-Type, this beautiful red E-Type, a, a lot of the Such times when we destroy a car in one of these movies, it's like it's a shitty car, it's sometimes it's already crashed, they add the explosion in in post or whatever. No, mm. they throw this down a fucking cliff for real, and mm. you get it like in high detail, this beautiful bodywork just getting destroyed BeamNG style before it finally explodes. Yeah, it's, it's a real shame. magnificent. It's very satisfying. They'd have done it with CG nowadays. It's so yeah, good. It it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, uh, so Gunter ran him off the road with a truck, and mm. then, then we see uh, that Tony Matrimony is clinging to the outside <laughs> of the truck. Like a bit of like nice. a bird. Cat-like reflexes does yeah. he have to do this shit? I, I think the main thing I've learned from this episode so far is there's so many words that begin with the letter M. <laughs> yeah. There's more. Also, the oh. Chinese agents are watching. Yes, they are. Race is a moment. And we, we learn that they also want Professor Pendergast. They're in the classic spy car mm -hmm. fo following this truck, which is full of boxes and crates marked up for the Venus Gymnasium Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Right, which is a clue that clue. he needs later, but doesn't realize for like 30 minutes. No. Like, it's very... No, he doesn't even think about it. Very strange, yeah. So Gunther drives the truck back to their, their HQ and parks, mm-hmm. um, and then Tony gets out and sneaks around. Yeah, he, um, the way that he sneaks around is that there's laser beams and shit, and he mm. just like... Again, with the kind of the uh, male sexuality here, just kind of writhes around on the floor in a supine oh, position. I wondered why he was doing that. Yeah, it's because of the lasers. He's neurodivergent. Yeah, I guess oh. they didn't have the budget to put lasers in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just like, why lasers, is he... Lasers aren't visible readily, you know. Couldn't itchy back He's had a very like stressful day. He just needs to touch the ground, mm. reorient himself. He needs a Tony uh, massage. Yeah. <laughs> so meanwhile, all of, all of the evil boys are getting briefed. Right, mm-hmm. they're getting briefed f- by their boss, who is like a, a pair, pair of sunglasses. sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, with a with a speaker with a phone built into it. One Hell of yeah. these dudes looks a hundred percent like Will Menneker. It's uncanny. Mm. Yeah. Actually, actually, all of these guys look like podcasters, just different podcasters. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this point, the we- Chinese agents break in and attack. There's a firefight between the. Oh bad wait, guys. hold on! Ooh. Before the firefight breaks out, it uh, oh, yeah. both Tony and the Chinese guys activate. The CCTV table. Mm. I love the CCTV oh, yeah. table. It's so good. The the for, for some reason there's something insanely sexual to me about the way that the camera is positioned when Bill is spotting Tony Mesomorph. Like he's looking down at the table, and the shot is from the table up at him as he looks down yeah. and smiles, and it's down at Tony. Yeah, they project so the CCTV down onto the table so that he's looking up, he's looming looking over Tony up. Montessori school. Mm. And like <laughs> They say, Gunther, you fucked up. Who the fuck this is Tony Mesothelioma. Like you were supposed to have killed. They look him. over at Gunther and he's like, Oh god, do we tolerate failure? And they're like, We might not. Stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> we'll deal with Does this, this organization first. Organization tolerate failure? Check your I'll tell you this. Brother. Hansi didn't even fail us and I killed him. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> So, so at this point, then the gunfight breaks out between the Chinese agents and these guys. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, the the Chinese agents have yes. Mauser C96s with the like carbine mm. stock on them. It's fucking sick. They got ass. pistols with stocks. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. And while that action is happening, Battlefield uh, Tony Mauser's just in the corner, just uh, popping sour balls. You know, just waiting. Yeah. For- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, they'll sort this stuff out. And I'm like, oh, it's so fun, fun when you have a movie where the protagonist actually doesn't really need to be there for the movie to happen. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the protagonist, Kenny. Remember Re- Kenny? Remember Kenny? <laughs> No, Remember there's, our a beautiful, there's a beautiful VW bus ambulance in there is, one yeah. corner of this parking <gasps> garage, which is going to become important in a second if I can remember what fucking happens to it. There's a bit that I love here because the bad guys smuggle Pendergast away. They, they escape with him. And uh, Gunther is taken by another henchman to like uh, the, the docks. And he, the guy says, this organization does not... T-, and then Gunther shoots him. <laughs> He's like, like you're not going to fucking get me. Sunshine. You're not spectrum me, bitch. <laughs> he reverses the fucking uh, metal plate. You know, Gunther's like, Gunther's like, no, you touch the metal plate. Yeah. And like, shoots this guy and throws him out and runs away. I'm like, hell yeah, Gunther. Not an employee that tolerates an organization that does not tolerate failure. Um, <laughs> you have so, to so, let so, me live and learn, motherfucker. He does the, like, the reverse... Blofeld. Yeah, oh, perfect. He it's turns the turntables on. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, Tony finds a handcuffed, unconscious woman mm-hmm. who, who has just been captured. And very nobly, you know, wakes her up her. by like slapping the absolute fuck out of her, mm-hmm. which. Um, her makeup, uh, flawless. 
True. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, you use enough primer and it stays on no matter what they do to you. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so Tony, Tony takes her back to his uh, his crime headquarters. He's like, uh, hello, I'm Tony Mujahideen. Um, <laughs> she says, I'm Elizabeth. I'm a kidnapped Argentinian heiress. Elizabeth first, mm. an Argentinian... Mm, yeah, at this point, mm. OSS Sondi is like, why are you white? <laughs> yeah, just like, it's like, I've heard that theory. Um, she says, I'm a kidnapped Argentinian heiress. I was being held with Professor Pendergast by the bad guys. They wanted to ransom me. And at this point, the good guys get a phone call from fucking Gunter. Yeah, Gunter's like, hey! yo, you got to get me out of here, bro. <laughs> they tried to fucking blowfeld yeah. me. Are you kidding? <laughs> I want to turn Turns to out this evidence. organization yeah. does not tolerate failure. I did not know this when I was yeah. hired. Get me the fuck into an organization that tolerates failure. I, I do also want to note really quickly. Can that- I join the FBI? I think you guys <laughs> yeah. are really big on that. That, that Kenny is like in the room while Elizabeth is there, staring daggers of jealousy oh, yeah. at both her oh, yeah. and Tony. Yeah, she's in the room, is how I describe her presence, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As at both him and at both her and Tony Chuck only. Mm. Now, Fuck, that's good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, so, so um. Uh, so Tony is like, yeah, we got to go uh, have a meeting with Gunter. Kenny's like, cool, I'm an FBI agent, I'm coming. He's like, no, you're not, baby fat, and locks her in a wardrobe. Yeah, yeah. He, he like, he. So, so first of all, right, he kisses her in backwards while Brain is watching. Which, much like FX18, I'm starting to believe that voyeurism is just an accepted perk of sidekickery yes. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he like kisses her back into the closet, locks her in the closet, a literal closet, mm-hmm. with a box of sour balls. And I, I, again, my note says if a woman did any of this to me, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. For clarification purposes, kisses her backwards in this scene means pushes her backwards while kissing. No, yeah, yeah, but like, I, no, I'm choosing I to believe the other thing. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> he does like Spider-Man style shit to her. <laughs> yeah. And while she's confused, he like pushes her into the wardrobe. Does he own yeah. stock in sour balls? Like, it seems like this whole thing is just a massive ruse to get like more people to eat sour balls. <laughs> I do kind of feel like getting a sour gum stopper a little. You know, honestly, yeah, I could, I could go for a lemon stopper right now. A Mauam pinball. So anyway. he goes to the, uh, he goes to the construction site to meet Gunter, but mm. Bill is there, and Bill is like, Gunter, Gunter, this organization does not tolerate <laughs> failure. Yeah. It's like, we him. told you before. Also, Mother I should shoots say, him off the building. Not to keep doing Chapo, but like, um, fucking um, Gunter looks exactly like Virgil Texas in this scene. Gunter um, has put his stealthiest suit on, which is of course all white, um, <laughs> and he's hiding in the dark. In sunglasses. He's phosphorescent. And sadly, they don't tolerate his failure. It's yeah. They don't. They don't. And so Tony Meiosis shows up in the situation just in time to see Gunther take a swan dive off this like construction and site balcony. Tony Medvedev enters into a gunfight with four cars. This yes. fucking rules. What so clearly, right? What Bill has planned is we know he's gonna be here. I have set up a demolition I've derby set up a that I will activate for my. <laughs> <laughs> and the, his first move also is to dive forward into his prone position on the ground. And she perfectly shoots out the headlights of all of these cars. He like max paints this shit. He like yeah. dives forward shooting that. There's a, f- a few shots in this where like. A lot of the gunfighting, he's like running and shooting at the same time, like John Wick. It's like genuinely quite impressive mm. for the time. Yeah. He also, for the second time in the movie, breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, he doesn't. Alfred he E. Newman didn't bit, care the for this. Didn't care for him staring into my soul. He looks at the audience and goes, "What? Me worry?" And like earlier on in the casino scene, he looks at the cameras like, "There's got to be an easier way to make a living." So it's like, D- don't notice me. Yeah. 
Don't notice me, Tony Medications. Don't perceive me. Can we talk about the music at this at this point? Can because I, I have a clip of some of the music if you want to hear please. how Bond like this shit is. Oh please. yeah. Please. Yeah, that's one bar of the Bond theme yeah. repeated, and it does the. <laughs> he gets in a JCB and smashes them up, and it's very like ba da ba da. Again, yeah. very high car destruction budget. Like mm. he yeah. absolutely like wrecks some of this shit, mm. and he like he even does the Daniel Craig like adjusts his tie in the JCB and drives it away. Pretty it's like, good, God, actually. It's like yeah. sixty years ahead of the time. They should have given this guy all the rest of the movies. What are we doing with mm. Bond? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the Adventures of Tony Meditations. The- Tony Menstruation has secreted Elizabeth oh, at a luxury I, I hotel. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, he has. Um. So he goes to visit Elizabeth by the pool. Yes. <laughs> and oh, Tony Mercantilism is at the. I fucking <laughs> love this bit. Oh, the pool too. scene is so good. She's talking to Elizabeth by the pool. The Chinese agents are watching, and then someone in the pool—it's Bill—has mm. a has a rifle hidden in a pool float. Yep, yeah. he's just on some shit. Bill does so much. Bill's like, now I'm going to shoot him, whereas I didn't want to before. It's so crowded at this pool. Like there are so <laughs> many people, uh, and mm. there's also a hole in the bottom of the pool that leads to other mm-hmm. places, which is the, yeah. yeah, the pool tunnel. So I mean, yeah. first of all, mm-hmm. incredible shot of him rising from the pool mm. with this like spear gun or whatever it is. Mm. Second of all, I think all, it's just a gun gun. I think it's the as, same gun. Haha, mm, like the in Star Wars. Mm. Wouldn't know anything about Star Wars. Okay. As he's doing this, by the way, Tony Marinara Sauce is trying to like neg Kenny to another woman, like to Elizabeth, by being like, mm. "This bitch fat," and mm. she it was. I think feminism is so important. She goes, "Baby fat, she's just a friend. She's not fat, and she's no baby." Which is just true. Like, Good one, uh, girls oh, stand yeah, up, mm. Mm. lean in. No. Yeah, is, is, that, is that what that means? I don't. I never I don't, knew I what. So. I never learned what lean in means. Bring him in, not out. It, it means sticking up for other women. Anyway, the scuba assassin strikes. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <And> yeah. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. You could have saved yourself. You could have saved Gunter's life if you just done this like two days ago, Bill. You and, uh, fucking yeah, idiot. <laughs> yeah, but he 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 does not succeed in in killing Elizabeth or Tony Motorcycle, who jumps mm. into the pool. They have an underwater knife fight, which is, is less exciting than it sounds. Which is good! Oh, I, I, I really dug this. It's the this. best underwater knife fight we've ever seen on this podcast. It's better yeah. than its contemporaries, I'll tell you that. Yeah. It felt dangerous. It's the ending of Top Secret! They're down there for like five minutes! Yeah, well, because there's, yeah. there's a scuba tank that Bill was using. <laughs> but it, Bill's using okay. a scuba tank, but I'll tell you this, Tony is not. <laughs> No. He holds his breath the whole time. No, Tony, Tony just has that lung capacity. He does steal it once he kills Bill. Yes. Tony lung capacity. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cops are waiting above the pool, and obviously cops don't have like line of sight into pools. Mm-mm. They this don't. This is a fact that we all know about cops. Can't see through water. Yeah. So, um, just something in the cop physiology. So mm-hmm. he uses the pool escape tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, much like the grease tunnel, you know, yes. there's a there's a pool tunnel slick. that lets lets out in a water feature out front. Right, a water um, feature that is not even ankle deep. He has swum <laughs> <Don't worry laughs> into the shallowest uh, fountain you've he, ever seen. He, he casts gaseous form uh, <laughs> and escapes <laughs> out through the fucking Tony gaseous, gaseous form. form? 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, gaseous form. Yeah. Um, and at this point, uh, he he gets uh, up into Elizabeth's room it by was, getting yeah. lifted up uh, on a lift on the outside it's, of the hotel. It's, mm-hmm. it's a chair lift in the yeah. sense that it's a lift with a bunch of chairs on it for mm. some fucking It's like reason. a window washing thing that they're using to move furniture up to the top floor. So Tony just hops on that and like in order to avoid going in the hotel and being seen. As he's going up, there's a woman like sunbathing on a balcony uh, and she goes, ciao, ciao. Tony. Yeah. Um, and he does... <laughs> I realized that this like this hadn't yet become this in the 1960s, but he does do the Finster pose when she says "Ciao, Tony," which is very funny. I don't know what that means. This movie really was ahead of its time. I don't need to know what that means. So he goes. He goes up to the room. I realize this. I I, I did the pose, but listeners, you can't see it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh fuck. It's like yeah, the V you sign. Can't see it. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, the femboy like V. With well, a yeah, little okay. like cunty lean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's the femboy. F- femboy Tony Montana. Fuck's sake. Femboy mm. Tony Montana. Mm. 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 He gets into Elizabeth's room. She hugs him. She kisses him. She's like kind of coming on quite strong to him. And he mm. does not have sex with her, which I respect. It's not enough to make up for all the other misogyny in this movie. But he, he doesn't does. have sex with the one woman who consents to have sex with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he won't do it. He's, He's not, not about woke. that. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. He has principles. <laughs> <laughs> no, he leaves her with Bogo. Mm. And it's like, Bogo, watch this woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he does, doesn't he? He gets his Bogo yeah. spinted. Um, so... <laughs> Bogo is about to get fucking binted. Bogo gets time. binted. It's a damn shame <laughs> what happens to my boy. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, so at this point, Kenny says, "Oh, we we stood next to Gunter's corpse and pressed square, and he had something on him that says next location." Yes. Um, and the next location is the Venus Baths. It's a, it's fucking a, looked at the back of the which we. Uh, it's so weird that we just we could have skipped. <laughs> yeah, we could have skipped literally like 20, 30 minutes of this movie and missed <laughs> nothing. <laughs> They find a season yeah. ticket to the Turkish bath in Bill's pocket, which, and I don't want to be rude, but he does look like the kind of fellow who would have a season mm. ticket to a Turkish bath. So, <laughs> what do you mean? No, by it was that? Gunter. It's it's Gunter who had it. Now, <laughs> uh-huh. and at this point, at this point, <laughs> Tony maladjustment uh-huh. dresses. As a woman, yes, he does to and infiltrate I, female mm, spaces. This is this is done as a joke. However, the joke is a guy spots him and does the chow Tony thing in reverse. It is kind of funny. funny, and most of all, I just think this is—it's it, the kind of like some like it hot comedy drag. Mm. Uh, it, it's like a public humiliation for him, but it's like perfect for us. Right, like mm-hmm. this is the logical endpoint of Euro spy movies mm-hmm. is comedy drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's British culture. We need to bring it back. So far. that's true. That's true. I was very excited to see here. Uh, Kenny is in the movie again. She's yeah, in the briefly. movie. She walks into the Turkish bath and then she gets uh, captured. <laughs> immediately instantly kidnapped. Kidnapped yes. at the Turkish bath. I I would hate. <laughs> For this to happen to me. Also, this whole thing is like <laughs> naked exploitation in, in a literal sense because it's like a women's Turkish bath. Mm-hmm. I have a highly transmissible case of 1960s woman dysphoria at this point. At, at one point, while they're uh, like talking, three women go past all in profile with the exact same perfect Viva V haircut. It's mm. the, the 60s, man. <laughs> three hit combo, <laughs> hearing those Tony. vine boom every time. I should also say the people who kidnap her are 
Uh, it's a tough moment because they're like male-bodied assassins or whatever, mm. but they're also all wearing really short bathrobes with the hoods up. Mm-hmm. So from the from the neck bathrobe. up, they look like the guys in in fucking uh, Magicka, and from yeah. like yeah, and and it's just it, like, like point upwards on the hood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is the the other note that I have for this as well. Is during the kidnapping scene, right? Right when you're trying to kidnap someone. Mm-hmm. Footwear, very important. You mm. don't want to try and kidnap someone wearing flip-flops, oh, right? Because can't. this guy, I, I paused it perfectly on this frame, she flips this guy, she like judo flips him, mm. and he gets thrown out of his shoes. That's the first <laughs> thing that dead. happens to him. Dead. <laughs> if I know one thing, he's dead, that's yeah. unfortunate. Gone. <laughs> if you lose the shoes, it's In the it's first over. nanosecond of the encounter, he is out of his shoes. That man is going to get a Veruca. <laughs> <laughs> He is gonna go. (laughs) So at this point, Tony sneaks backstage, not knowing that Kenny has been kidnapped, and he finds a couple of boxes full of explosives, and one is labeled "heavy gas." He opens a crate of six orbs that say "heavy gas" on them. (laughs) I I presume by analogy with heavy water, right? But like, it's not a thing. Well, gas is right in. I guess it has to be a specific gas. Not mm. desperately heavy. Very dense gas. Very dense gas. Yeah. Well, that's mm. that's a liquid, though. Isn't it? Mm. Uh, anyway, um, they, 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 some, way. they're using the Turkish bath for nefarious purposes. It's some sort of um, isotope. The, the, the International Brotherhood of Bathrobe Assassins corner him, yep. and they put a knife in his ribs, and they're like, "Listen, it, it's sort of like." I, I, at some point, we've got to do the Equalizer movies, right? Because I, one of my favorite things about the Equalizer movies is that the Equalizer initially gets. Always the best deal of all <laughs> right? time from the bad guy <laughs> yeah. to be like, I will give you a hundred thousand dollars to not equalize me and just live your life peaceably. <laughs> right. And so- ev- every single one of those movies is about him refusing the best deal ever and equalizing mm. them anyway. Yeah, he refuses the call. They give him the equalizer deal. They're mm. like, if you if you do as we say, we will give you a hundred thousand dollars, ten percent of the million dollar ransom we extorted. We will mm. let Kenny go. So you can have her back, right. and if you refuse, we will stab you in the ribs and leave you He's for dead in a Turkish bathhouse. Not, they're like, literally, we're fucking sick of you. Just Could yeah. you just leave town, man? <laughs> we will pay you 100,000 US yeah. dollars. And he was like, and, like no. <laughs> deals are my art form, right? Like, he says, you seem to have a point. Yeah, I, I love that. I'll be honest, I would take this <laughs> deal, like... It would yeah, be difficult for me not to. They've out-negotiated me at that point. But you know what's um, more than $100,000? A million dollars. Yeah, that's his yeah. only logic. That is I feel. literally the only driving force for him at this point. I think mm. that's, that's so, why he's called Tony Mathematics because he yeah. knows. Oh yeah, a million. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so what happens is he fights them. There's a lot of shots that are intended to be titillating of like naked women and mm-hmm. these work. But mostly, he's just getting environmental kills. He's just letting mm. steam jets steam attack? Uh-huh. off on people. There's one specific goon who's wearing a pink towel thing, and he gets blasted with steam no less than <laughs> six distinct times through this scene. It's And every time he goes, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Steel Magnolias just like, mm. just <laughs> opens up the tap on this fucking guy every time he comes near him. It's fantastic. Uh, Tony loses his robe. Yeah, he um, nonces then, a woman by stealing hers on the way out yes. to cover his shame. He spanks a naked woman who's on a massage table. That's assault. Mm. He grabs um, one woman and she goes, Oh, ciao, Tony. Mm. Yeah, hey, what's up? Um, at this point, he's fleeing the cops. The cops are, have been alerted to the general sort of like pandemonium in the hammam. And he dives into the back of pandemonium in the hammam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He dives into the Great back up. of a Rolls Royce where there is a Turkish gilf. 
who he seduces into fighting. She's she's in Turkey, so she's a Turkish milf in this moment. Mm-hmm. Gilf, to be honest, Gilf. Yeah. Oh, sure. So yeah, she he, he jumps into the back of a of a posh lady's like Rolls Royce. She has a butler, and he's you know just in a towel, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, man, but there are men trying to kill me." And she's like, "My word!" Like looking down her glasses, is like, "Well, you've got a big dick. Let's hide you." <laughs> Do we think that Tony Mulligan and this Gilf actually like? Bang, or is this sort so. of like 100%. A- 100%. he rolls into the back and he goes, time. You want to know why they call me Tony Menopausal? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she signals to the driver to just like keep going. <laughs> and then he gets out. Hmm. Oh, yeah, no, because he's chasing down um, Kenny, who's been yeah, kidnapped. He's been taken yeah. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs into um, Inspector Maluk again, who is getting a shave. And he just sort of like again, like quite Lupin, like like spins around in the chair. Mm. Um, when when does he meet Klaus Kinski? Is that here ish? Okay, very soon. Okay. Yeah, soon, yeah. soon, soon. What a jump scare! Seeing Klaus right? Kinski yeah. in this movie because he he like he loses them, so he goes back to the hotel, right, where he finds that Elizabeth is gone and Bogo has been fucking binted to a permanent end. Yeah. <sighs> he's gone. Uh, he's yeah. he's Bogo's dead in the bathtub. Yeah. At this point, we meet yet another henchman. Bogo, Pogo, Tilly, Gogod. My yeah. name is Dr. Kaufman. Yes. Could shoot you from Stuttgart. Mm. This is this is my beloved, one of my favorite genders, fucked up little assassin in a bow tie. Yes. Mm. I, I, from moment two of seeing this guy, I am thinking Roche of him as, a, as white brother Muzone. And he is played by one of the great, not uh, the greatest actors of all time here. Sure. And one of the worst. Interpersonally, yes. Klaus Kinski, the the Klaus German Nick Kinski is what is what uh, yeah, yeah, genuinely Werner Herzog's best friend and worst enemy. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, actually, one yeah, yeah. of my only IMDb credits is playing Klaus Kinski in a student film in college. Uh, and I know oh what you're God. thinking, AJ, with your piercing blue eyes and uh, blonde hair, you <laughs> you are a perfect fit for Klaus Kinski. Klaus Kinski I do, yeah. I do. Um, but instead, uh, it was like a John Waters kind of esque film, and I wore a I uh. wore a, a Santa outfit, and uh, because I was supposed to provide my own costuming, and the director said, "Why are you wearing that?" And I said, "Well, Santa Klaus Kinski." And nice. the director <laughs> and the director said, "You know, there are those who believe in the auteur theory, and you have proven them all wrong today." Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, you would hate to get that feedback. Mm. <laughs> but, but so, so he has an insanely hard, quite Kaufman-like line, but it's delivered by Klaus Kinski. So it's I'm considered a good shot by those I've killed. Again. Fucking great. So good. What are you talking about? That's a terrible fucking line. If you've killed them, they don't consider you anything, do they? (laughs) You can't be that good a shot if they're still considering shit. Maybe Maybe he just kneecaps people. I don't know. Yeah, but he's killed. (laughs) Maybe he's doing like keyhole surgery with a small caliber pistol. I don't know. Like, get Tony Medium in there and he can ask them about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He does a little bit of Tony misdirection and says, Oh, I'm a henchman (laughs) like you. Uh, here's my henchman number, and then Dr. Kaufman fucking looks it up and on like hench Google and is like, no, you're not, you're fucking lying. Yeah, he takes a swing, he gives him Bill's name, but accidentally reads out the, the number mm. of Gunther's token. Yeah. And gets caught. But so he, he grabs up a, a like Perspex coffee table, which he uses as a sort of Call of Duty riot shield. Yeah, mm-hmm. this bulletproof glass table. Yeah, I can't believe this works. Now, this now becomes a scene of Klaus Kinski obliterating a hotel room. 
<laughs> and it's fucking fantastic. And the I mean, rage is so real. Practice at that, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, he sells it, and I'll tell you why he sells it. This the rage fucking is Kinski. so fucking genuine. Yeah, yeah. I, I should also say, as he gets fought into the bathroom, Tony takes a moment to mourn his dead boy, Bogo, mm. mid-fight, which yeah. I really appreciate. Mm. He who he was vice president of the Magicians Association or something. Yeah. Mm. The Magicians Association has suffered a huge loss. But so mm. this the fight spills into the bathroom and it it's basically the opening of Casino Royale. For real like, though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony drowns him in the fucking sink. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely. Sick. It's very <laughs> just visceral. a great scene. Yeah. It's just straight up this is just straight up good. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> Alright, my next my next note says they replace Bill with an identical Bill too, which I'm not sure what that refers to. Mm. I have. Oh no yeah, there, there, idea. there's there's a, there's a new henchman that that comes around because Bill was yeah. killed in the Hilton pool, and then they had just. Mm. Oh yeah. I, they had to get a a new guy in because Bill yeah. was doing a hundred percent of everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. New Bill. <laughs> Like going through henchmen, this organization. It's a um, small They should country. tolerate more failure. But at this point, they've loaded Kenny onto a yacht, and uh, fucking Tony Multiplication goes down to the yacht, um, and he gets on board. Uh, he shoots a crewman in cold blood, nudging mm-hmm. up the film's uh, unprovoked violence score. Um, but then he does manage to, like, he get, says to the captain, right, get all the crew on deck, and then he gets more deck, and then just... the boat autopilot is another <laughs> yeah. thing he says to And him, then which... he just like makes all the crew jump overboard. He says, jump overboard or I'll shoot Oh, the captain jumping overboard of his own volition was so yeah. good. Yeah. It's so good, because the captain really does sell it. He's like, oh, I'm not going to get killed? Fantastic. Like, so when he goes, just jump off, he goes, yes, and just straight <laughs> into the water. Perfect. Just like, shrug, yeah, great, fantastic. And Pendergast is also on board. Yeah! yeah. And he's <laughs> like, the yard is full of explosives, we've got to get out of Earth's here. Earth's most kidnapped motherfucker, Pendergast. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Where did they get the, like, identical clone of him with the bomb inside him? Because that's it's played the s- by the same actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So where did they where did they get that man? And why was that guy's photo at the scene of the crime? Mm. Uh, mm. Tony, what were you doing there? Anyway, uh, I guess don't worry about it. Mm. We're just gonna put the CinemaSins ding in here, and then we'll <laughs> yeah. So so he frees both of them mm-hmm. and eavesdrops on sunglasses wearing mm. villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who is who is still trying to like run her business remotely through mm. the pandemic by this, you know, fucking pair mm-hmm. of Zoom sunglasses. Because <laughs> there's a couple of, like, big-level goons who we've not met, the bosses of the criminalization mm-hmm. below deck. Tony goes down there. Uh, he shoots them all. Two of them are unarmed, but more unprovoked violence. They're making a big stink about it. They're doing their, like, we've won boys victory speech. Mm-hmm. I don't know how any of these cunts are, but they're going, like, we've got a nuclear power, our small island, we're able to compete yeah. with all the world's to the new Caesar, as they point to the, the uh, corner. It's this shit again, Mr. Mm. Alexander. To the new Alexander mm. the Great. Uh-huh. Tony bursts in, kills him in cold blood. Cold, kills him all yeah. in fucking cold blood. Uh, Tony Maria Magdalena, brackets, for a creature of the night, close brackets, pulls back the curtain. <laughs> it's getting worse and worse every time. <laughs> it's fucking Tony Metadata looks around the thing and... Surprise, surprise. It's Elizabeth. Yeah. It's actual it plot twist. I was so thrilled. It's fucking Elizabeth. We've had a female Bond villain 60 years and counting before James Bond has done it. I, I will be honest, right? I, uh, she, Both Elizabeth and... 
Kenny look quite alike mm -hmm. and have the same 1960s haircut. Mm. And I have somewhat face blindness on this. I thought this was Kenny for a second, and I was like, oh. that's a way better twist. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, you popped off harder. But allow me to help you out mm. here, because do you know who this woman is? We've seen her once before, abandoned on a boat by OSS-117 before it exploded. Oh, this shit. is Consuela. This is the what same the actor fuck? playing Consuela. Wait, do you mean Blanche? <laughs> Blanche, yeah, sorry. I, I went by the IMDb name, sorry. I, I have another sort of note here, which is, Towards a typography, a typography, a, type, a typology of Eurospy movies, right? Which is that <clears throat> if they all begin with a 009 scene of like agent getting killed, they all seem to end with a boat explosion scene. Yeah, like <laughs> it's genuinely striking the number of times where they've run out of ideas and blown up a very boat. easy to mm. sink boats in the Mediterranean. I think that's just like mm -hmm. it, you get a tax it's credit illegal. actually for it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> It's encouraged. Yeah, no, no consequences. The amount of Euro spy movies happening in your average like bay in the Mediterranean mm. during this period was seven or eight. Well, it saves on cleanup, <laughs> right? You don't have to go down. You're just there. like seeing yachts light up. It really does because they love to blow up the set at the end, but they can't afford Ken Adams, so the set has mm. to be a boat because they yeah. can afford to blow it up, and they have to have Perret Pradier in there playing the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, the thing the thing about fucking Tony Mandibles is his plan oh, is be like ruthlessly misogynistic to every woman you meet, and eventually one of them will deserve it. Mm. And that this is something that the movie takes as like, yep, that's that's correct. Well, so for the uh, second time in the movie, Tony gets offered a very good deal because she's like, "Join me, have a million dollars, yeah, come inside my pussy, and then." Let's just go from that. Yeah, cool. yeah. And then question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Step three, profit. Yeah. 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 First offer, $100,000 and your girlfriend Zero back. Zero pussy. Now, a million dollars. Second deal, mi yeah. Million, million dollars, have your girlfriend back, busting this Argentinian Nazi pussy. Mm -hmm. um, I, but Tony Millions then, doesn't take it. No Tony Nazi millions. left pussy. No, because he does, he does the thing once again of seeing... The assassin creep up in reflected in yeah. the woman who is betraying him's sunglasses of evil. Mm -hmm. mm. This is just some guy. There's literally there's some like bearded motherfucker. Yeah, this is Yukon Cornelius looking ass motherfucker who looks like he got here from the Life Aquatic with Steve yeah. Zissou. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, exactly like dude. that. That's way it's funny. Close. Uh, <laughs> he just just immediately whips around like Domino and gets. Blasted. Mm. Is it yeah. Yeah, so it's no. like he he hears her like because she's using the like sunglasses to mm. secretly call for help, and he is in his bunk, and he kind of like resignedly gets up, gets his mm. submachine gun, traipses over there like fucking He hates gun go. going to work Kills despite the fact he's the only henchman left alive on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. We, we get a weirdly long bed. shot of this guy getting up to go to work. It's like a <laughs> full on like morning routine thing. It's like actually quietly quite good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And Elizabeth gets shot by him, right? It's it's like a friendly fire situation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. just shoot a woman. You have to have the woman get killed by mistake. Yeah. <laughs> this is like one of the classic uncle things. You mm -hmm. have to duck out of the way so the woman gets hit mm -hmm. by the gunfire or the knife. Yeah, yeah. Tony Manufacturing uh, swings her around and she gets shot <laughs> yeah. to death. Tony, Tony McKinema. Um, <laughs> he's not going to be Tony getting that pussy, so he's going to be Tony Masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So at this point, uh, Tony, Margarita, and uh, and the and Kenny and Professor Pendergast also in this oh, film yeah. get on a lifeboat. They get off the boat, and the boat explodes. But the movie's not done yet. Mm-mm. The boat only explodes because Elizabeth crawling having been shot decides to like shoot into her own red barrel room to try and take yeah. them with yeah. her which is fucking hardcore hell yeah mm. sick fucking nothing but respect i like that she has a red barrel mm. room on the yeah. boat as well well they want to make nuclear weapons from the boat i guess with all that yeah. heavy gas yeah there's a lot of heavy gas and then as as they escape, would you believe the Chinese spies have been following them the whole time, just scoop mm. them right back up again in a slightly nicer boat? Mm. Mm-hmm. But then, surprise, but Tony, Tony merchandising. <laughs> he, turn, he turns it around on them yeah. because mm. he hides on the anchor chain and then pops up and he's like, Aha, I'm Tony Misdemeanor. Uh, here's a gun. And then yeah. he puts the Chinese agents in a dinghy and then, like, yeah. turns they're, away. They're the racist, racist music. music. Yeah, yeah, racist yeah. music. Um, um, but it's like but, sad racist music as well. Mm, like it's totally. Yeah. And the movie's still not done. T- Tony nope, Maraschino then drives drives to shore with them, and and Kenny is like, "Listen, do you want to like turn yourself in? They'll let you keep the money. You can fuck my pussy. You can probably work for the FBI. Yeah, sequel- a million dollars busting this American pussy. Yeah, that's right. Se- sequel hook and whatever. And he's like, "No." no. However, <laughs> as he's leaving with the million dollars, he does deploy. A line which, if someone said this to me, you're the only cop I ever loved. <sighs> um, <laughs> it's also a good thing that that, that case with the million dollars in is waterproof because he jumps overboard with it. It would have been really mm. annoying if he'd opened it and found it full of mush. <laughs> he would have. You know what? I, I guarantee you would have been like, ah, oh, well, next time. So, so, so Kenny and and like her boss M and Maluk are on a train. On the mm-hmm. Orient Express or whatever, where they're debriefing, and Maluk just out of nowhere is like, "Why don't we just kill him if we catch <laughs> yeah, like, him?" I, I really like this like vengeance quest of his, where he goes. And what are we going to do about Messinus? Put a rope around his neck, or a medal on his chest? <laughs> Great, full time really? commitment to like mm. catching him for illegal gambling and having him executed. <laughs> and then they're just like, "Well, it's your call, mate," and he goes, "I don't care." Fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let go then. Yeah, I probably need the vacation. <laughs> I really, when it was going to be someone else's effort, he was fully like, "Let's kill this guy." Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing it now. Whatever. It's yeah. it's an interesting kind of like again Casablanca twist on the sort of uh, inspectiveness. If your mm-hmm. if your gender begins with inspector, DM me. I should have made fifty more of these fucking movies. Oh, <laughs> I, I want Truly. Inspector yeah. Malouk to be a stock character that is currently being reinterpreted by a dubious Netflix reinterpretation. Hundred fucking percent. It's just called Malouk, you know, as well. It's mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gritty <laughs> uh, <laughs> reboot. I, I I want Malouk so bad. Please mock us. <laughs> Let up me some write art for Malouk. Malouk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Tony sees through the door of the train carriage, brain. And she's like, ah, my boyfriend Tony Marijuana must be here somewhere. <laughs> Tony um, Marijuana is w- <laughs> dangling from a helicopter. He's got yeah, his insane only. hat back, for one thing. <laughs> he's in a helicopter. Yeah, fuck, he d- he's in a helicopter and he's clearly paying the pilot off in real time to get weirder with it. Right. <laughs> the pilot's like, all right, I've already crossed a border. What else do you fucking want? And he's like, handed yeah. him another ward and is like, Put me down on that fucking he train. Gets, yeah, he gets more and more specific because then he's like, put me down on that car of the yeah, train. And the car and, and the, pi- the pilot who is like, you know, sort of playing with mouse controls is like, this. 
What seat do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. So good. And then we watch in real time him guy. jump onto the train, which was very yeah. cool. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Also, the hat gets its own death scene. He has to like duck under a tunnel and the hat gets like swept off to He's its death. He's growing. He's maturing. He's letting go of his childhood hats and moving on to better and brighter things. I guess I mean, iconic hat. Yeah. He gets into the train. He's got like pockets Upside of cash, like through the piles window. of cash spilling from his uh, yeah. trouser pockets. Uh, he kisses Kenny. We get a fourth wall break inexplicably. He says, "Happens to all of us sooner or later." And might not say it does. I said, "What does Tony? <laughs> what?" <laughs> does? I guess he means settling down with a woman. I guess that's what he's trying to imply. Well, I guess but we also, all helicopter through a train and uh, kiss a cop. Next with, movie, a they would of money not be someday. Would not be. Including her in it, let's be honest. <laughs> no, yeah. but to be honest, they should have made 50 of these fucking things, as you say. Mm-hmm. Movie's um, still not done, I'm afraid, because at this point, the Chinese attack. Uh, and Tony says, oh Don't you God. guys ever take a day off? Then there's the now credits, we're and we're done. The ballad of Tony Mercedes is over. It is too long. Tony Melanoma, we hardly knew you. <laughs> Thank you to Tony Madagascar. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna read out all the other ones I had written down for this. Once we realised this is a bit we were doing, I got Tony Motorboat. Mm, Tony mm-hmm. Motorboat's good. Yeah, uh, Tony Melingera. Mm-hmm. Tony Metaphysics. Mm-hmm. T- Tony, Tony Macadamia. Yeah, macadamia is good. Tony yeah. milk toast. If he did, I got a bad. real stretch of a one that I'm gonna save for a little bit, but uh, it's it's coming. <laughs> Wait, you, you heard me say Tony Mary Magdalena brackets for a creature of the night. <laughs> brackets. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Tony Malapropism. I should have saved that until the end. It was really uh, good. I so good. I kept trying to think of like contextually relevant ones, which meant I kept mm. like stop starting every time I tried to start a sentence. Did I ever get out Tony <laughs> so Mothra? Was that ever in there? I don't know. No, Good. no, you, did, you missed Tony Mothra. No, I gotta take those swings. What have we learned from the experience from of watching Tony that man? Yeah, 50 more of these movies. Give me the rights. We can make it not racist. We can make it not sexist. We can make it cuntier. We can push it further. Let us have it. Like anyone's upset about the rights to that man in Istanbul. We could have it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. It's, it is a very fun movie to watch. Uh, I feel like it's not going to do well on the scum spectrum, but uh, so badly. Oh, no, 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 no! Yeah. It's going to do so fucking badly. Kronstein yeah. Rosette to to Gunther mm-hmm. just for for doing the reverse blow felt, which I fucking I, yeah, genuinely. I I think between that and the drag and stuff like that, this this is one of the movies we've ever seen yeah quite genuinely yeah it's up there i really liked it just in terms of understanding the assignment of what we want from a euro spy movie very very uh sort of on target well but if i can pull back the curtain for a second here and give a shout out to someone who's been helping me with these movies for a while um after we recorded the last episode i decided that if i had to watch another three out of ten euro spy movie i was going Mm. to put the barrel in my fucking mouth Mm. I spoke to the person who's been finding these movies for us, which is uh, Nomos on uh, Discord or Isaac in real life. Um, And we, well, they even just cut it down to eight bangers out of the remaining 40 Mm. Euro spy movies. (laughs) And this was a maybe pile. So I am very confident going forwards now Mm. that we're not going to have another secret agent fireball situation. This, this is really good. Thank you but, so much for all of your help. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we don't have to sort of speculate about this because no. we have a science-based system mm. on this podcast. Mm. 
Uh, it's called the SCUM system. It stands for SMARM, Cultural Insensitivity, Unprovoked Violence, and Tony Misogyny. Yes! 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 <laughs> we did it! <laughs> we did it, boy. This, giving, giving ourselves a SMARM score on this one. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, God. Oh, bad. <laughs> yeah. how, how SMARMY is this movie on a scale of zero to seven? And he I think keeps the doing is... asides to the camera about yeah. how SMARMY he is. It's not even enough to give it to the other characters in the movie. He gives it to us three times. Mm. Yeah, the way that he's like calling her, you know, baby fat was like nicknames for everybody. Um, the way he's like, uh, even when like Dr. Kaufman has him at gunpoint, he goes, Messinas, and he's like, Mr. Messinas. And he's like, you seem to have a point. It's like, yeah, I, f- I feel like we're at least five, maybe six. It's it's part of the, the like idea of the character. Like the tagline on the poster is, he's not a spy, he's a crook. You know, he's slick. He's from West Side Story. <laughs> I'm going to say something right at the start here before we talk about numbers. I think that this is seven on all of them, and I loved it with so much <laughs> i think it's wow. a great movie but it is a hundred percent like maxing out smarm unprovoked violence he kills a bunch of people who have nothing misogyny no way cultural insensitivity no fucking way right you know what I'm, I'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna argue with you i i don't think we even need to discuss this any further <laughs> I, you know, I think I this is a if, science if you have anything system. extra you please please do carry on yeah science but i don't want to give it like seven necessarily across the board but i reckon like a six i, I want to rubber stamp it you know it's like tri- triple seven, quadruple seven. I, I'm, I'm dedicated to this. So okay. I reckon no, no, I respect that. At least to six. Mm. I'll take six. I'm happy with that. Okay. I don't know how I, much I, he could have gotten much smarmier to no, be honest. No, I push this up to seven. I think it's maximally smart. All right. Like, I uh, guess it's the soft cap, not the hard cap, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not ten, you know? Cultural insensitivity, there is yellow face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is. Deploys a racial slur, which we didn't mention. It was it was very uh, disheartening to learn that kung fu fighting has that slur in it. Uh, a, a very late in life. Yeah, <sighs> Does it? yeah. They were funky from funky Chinatown. Yeah, that's that's in there, and that's that that was very difficult to learn. <laughs> Doing the Idris Elba sort of hot ones reaction, just <laughs> <from> sort of <laughs> coughing. What? Do you, like, do, you, do you want to fight? <laughs> a documentary um, about gold. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so cultural insensitivity. We have seen worse. We have it seen is, worse. It's not integral to the plot. Like Live some... and Let Die was. Yeah, no. like Live six? and Let Die. I think that makes it a six, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm happy Unprovoked with that. Unprovoked violence, he does kill some unarmed people. He doesn't kill the boat crew. He does. He d- actually, he does kill one of them. Oh, well, he <laughs> just set an example for the others, yeah. I guess. And he does a bed and the rest um, at sea, I suppose. He does uncle yeah. chop that one guy who wasn't doing anything other than be helpful. Um, yeah. Five? I can't I, push it hard on five, yeah. Yeah, hard five. I can't. Works. Misogyny's uh, got to be seven. My God, misogyny. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's misogyny. disgusting, actually. It's pretty 22-inch waist. The scale has shattered. The glass on the front has shattered yeah. on misogyny. Yeah. Um, that gives us a total score of 25, which is pretty fucking bad. It's one uh, of the worst wow. we've ever had. It's the it's same pretty as, bad. as First Blood Part 2. <laughs> wow! It's the same as Austin Powers. Oh too. my I god! So much more fun watching this. It's like a Connery level, but it's like more fun than any of the Conneries. And that's yeah. why the scum system is objective solve for film criticism, because it doesn't reflect how much we enjoyed the movie. Mm. These are objective measures. Yes. See, Fuck, it is worse than any of the Connery films. <laughs> Whoa! Do I think Whoa. that? The only James Bond film which was worse was Live and Let Die. <laughs> Do I think that? 
Yeah, I kind of do. Yeah. Even I guess I, I guess yeah. I'm forced to by the by my own logic. Yeah, yeah I agree. Science, yeah, that's science, science baby. Science-based system. Yeah, Jesus wow, that Christ, is, that is a very highly. I also want to give a Kaufman to Klaus Kinski's character because it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I think genuinely I'm sort of. On, I, I think we got to give a Kronstein to that goon, Paul playing goon. Yeah, a hundred fucking percent. You're so right. Yeah, Kronstein's all around and right, double awards. just because. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Good night crosses. No Brian Cox awards. Um. By the way, if you, if you, are we still, do we still have those in stock? We do. If you want to buy some pins that we have had made, if you of would those like very the awards, mm. yeah, if you would like the Kronstein rosette, go to killjames1.com/store. You can buy them. You can buy them. Do we have any closing thoughts about the experience of seeing that man in Istanbul? It is about 15 minutes too long. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I he I don't know why he didn't clock all of the equipment had one location written on it in the back of that car. Really could have saved us about 20 minutes. Yeah, I think that's but where that, the extra 15 minutes came from. Like if you just cut that it'd be a pretty yeah. slick movie. Mm-hmm. Also, we summarized it, but like the whole sequence of following Hansi to the mosque is—it just takes fucking ages. Yeah, it, yeah. it feels—it feels like that uh, the tutorial mission in Hitman, in that you are just kind of mm. wandering around a ship and no one really knows what's happening. You, yeah. you might have noticed we made some hay, but they activated a chimp in one scene and then never mentioned him again. That's because mm. he just doesn't do anything. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, it completely disappears. You know, it's, it just goes. It's so—it's so interesting coming in at what I believe is near the end of your long national nightmare of watching Euro spy <laughs> movies. Yeah. Uh, but I had a really great time with this in a way I wasn't expecting. Uh, do I think you got a good one? Mm, this one <laughs> fucking rips. Yeah, I, I do. I think that Tony Messinas Lapidus like really uh, like stands up there with uh, you know any other uh, spy uh, protagonist. Yeah, kind of. Because I mean, th- I, mm. I feel like they're all as thin as he is, and you know, at least <laughs> he tries for a catchphrase. He does get chow. In he's there. got the sour balls. He's got thing. and he's got the mm. sour balls thing. He's got a goon. He's still got brain at the end of this. He's lost Bogo. Mm-hmm. Although but, like, he actually he's... has lost his sour balls too, because I think he gets into the cabin and says, "Oh no, my sour balls!" Like they fell out of he his. Does. Pocket. He, does, he does. That is true. He's <laughs> finally moved on from these childish things and become what a character, the superstar, right? the super spy he was always meant to. Yes, yes. This, yeah, this movie is dead. Yeah, he's got a great backstory. He's got a tragic backstory. <laughs> he got sent to Istanbul uh, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> But genuinely, what what a, what a, what a wonderful time watching uh, this uh, truly scummy movie. Mm. And thank you so much for coming on, AJ. Well, if people you. want more AJ, where can they find you? Uh, I co-host a podcast called The Worst of All Possible Worlds. We do weekly case studies in the pop culture of a dying empire. Uh, we had Alice on very recently, uh, and I still mm-hmm. haven't forgiven her for making us play Far Cry Five. Yep, you shouldn't have. Yep. Yeah, uh, and uh, and uh, I think I think maybe uh, Devin is coming on uh, at, at some right. at, at some point. Got, soon. I'm booked in to be recording at the end of next month. Yeah, Very uh, well, we're uh, we're super stoked to have to have them on. Hell yes. And uh, you know, Abby, if you ever want to come on and talk Shakespeare Love or anything, to. we would absolutely Hell yeah. uh, love to have you on. Uh, because uh, we greatly loved your play. I am a Nebula subscriber, so I got oh, to watch yay. it. Thank you so much. And also, just as a side note, I'm a I'm a huge fan of this podcast and. And it's so cool to sort oh, of be you. on the other side of it. I think y'all are doing like some really incredible analysis of these movies. And Aww. and I, 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 I don't know. It is it truly feels like being a part of like a 
the coolest movie club imaginable. So thank you for having me thank on the other you. side. It's, it's that so means much. the absolute world. In retrospect, we should have let you talk. We're the modern day Cisco on the episode. <laughs> I don't know why we. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm no. thinking about it, but <laughs> we're never we're never gonna do that. We don't. We no. get guests on and then we talk over them. This is yeah. It's just irremediable. rules on this part. Sorry. No, no, yeah. it's great. No, genuinely, at the time I was just I was trying to keep up, and it felt it felt genuinely. Yeah, I, I, I it was like. Uh, it was just such a wonderful experience recording this with y'all. So thank you for having me. Thank you. It was oh, a treat to have you. Absolutely yeah. check out the worst of all possible worlds. Yeah. Mm. They have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. You can subscribe to both. You can give us both your money. Uh, we will be back with a bonus episode, which is going to be, I think, Abigail. I think it's break. me. We're going to watch yeah. Wanted. Wanted, baby. Oh, I'm so excited. Time to get some fascist movies. Mm. Yeah. Well... Thanks so much for coming, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone. Ciao! Bye! <laughs> Diplomatic channel. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. Uh, in two weeks' time on the free feed, it's Our Tiger Agent, also 1965. I cannot stress enough how much all of these movies came out in 64 or 65 thus far baffling genuinely baffling but if that is simply too long for you to wait then we have a patreon patreon.com slash kill james bond all one word and you can sign up for five pounds a month to get access to our entire episode backlog which at this point is i mean it's double the amount of content the podcast has put out so if you haven't got on there quite frankly you have you know three years worth of episodes to listen to and i stand by them all they're all still good and next week we will be doing Wanted, uh, which is, of course, Abigail's pick. But speaking of our beautiful patrons, special thanks to our 15,000 above patrons, and those are Space Northport, Lo Bjornsdotte, Candy Fox, Freya Aloysius, Gustavo Lira, Little Maybe, Jack Holmes, Mike Burke, Hannah Oberhardt, Nick Boris, Power Dad, Nato Mori, Jason Harger, George Rohak, Kentucky Fried Commie, Drone Lover, Yarrick, Melody, Gonzalez, James Bond, Brackets, Canadian, Close Brackets, Going for a Timmy's Run Bud, Labor Delenda Est, Callan Burney, Jay Martindale, Trip, Library Hitman, Max Gamenhart, Jonathan Gerd, Mothman, Beef Crime, Kit Divine, Jack Drummond, Tarpo, Steve Widdishins, Anne Hedonia, Maeve, Victoria Roth, Rosie Can't Fail, Them Fatal, Claire, Forrest L. Norvell, Trucker Blondie, Lenina, The Project Project, Emery, Commissar Ozymandias, Whitney Wolverine, A Trans Robot, Just the Worst, Hell, Joyous Uwu, Kill James Bond Highlights, Zan Hutchin, Artemis, Ash, Brackets, Not in Florida, um, No Liz either, Akira, uh, NB, Staz, Shala, AR, Ropes, Sharpshooter, Violet Cyber, Isopod Gal, Annie Ruby, Katie Bropes, Bronan, Clarification, Varad Sukat, John2089, Noblesse Oblahai, Connor's Cool Big Sister, Sergeant Jack Ron, Seng Chen, Alex, Liz and Ash in Florida, thank God, Corvid Cultist, Wolscott, Lady Ariane, Quinn Valeri, Grendel Growls, Wolfie is Normal, Al Irwing, Just Philippa, Ben Ross, Robert Greensmith, Abigail, the delectable Electrova Cyber Puppy, Loz Pycock, Mega Combi, Emily, Queen of Sloths, Turfseed Shit and Die Alone, Josh Simmons, Zoe Shepard, Cheer Up Love Might Never Happen, Vey, Talkative Tiger, and Lauren Baston. Kill James Bond is Alice, Abigail, and Devon. Our producer is the wonderful Nate Bethay. Our podcast art is by Matty Lubchansky, and our website is by Tom Allen. See ya.